Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Right now, your photography business probably looks like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. In this podcast, we talk about how you can be more productive and organize your business in order to have success without burnout. We focus on growing your business in the most sustainable way so you can focus on the parts of your life that matter most. Hi, Brittany. My name is Lydia, and I'm a photographer based in North Liberty, Iowa. In your most recent episode, you talked about releasing your booking calendar four times a year, three months at a time. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts on why a photographer would choose to release a booking calendar three months at a time or six months at a time versus 12 months at a time. Are there certain business models that work better with releasing in smaller chunks? Are there certain types of clients that that's better for? I am excited to hear you talk through this because I currently release my calendar a whole year at a time and I've been wondering if that's really the right strategy. Thanks so much. Lydia, thank you so much for sending your question in. Okay, so there are a few reasons why I do this and honestly, it's mostly personal. Um, For one, I don't know what my life is going to look like a year from now. (laughs) My kids are in sports. It changes from week to week. It changes from month to month. Sometimes they don't even know, like they change their mind on what sport they're going to be doing. So I don't have any idea what I'm going to be doing in a year from now. So I don't want to lock myself into something. Also, no one else in my life can make plans that far in advance. My husband does now, but he didn't used to do that. Um, When we first got together, it was really hard for us to make plans together because I always had my schedule planned out like three months in advance. I could not imagine trying to do this a year ahead. So I don't want to miss out on things with my family who does not plan a year in advance. And then lastly, my prices change and I don't want to be locked into doing sessions at lower fees because I scheduled a bunch of sessions at whatever price I'm at now. So those are my reasons why I only do three months at a time. My one exception is newborns. I'll book them as soon as they contact me. And usually it's anywhere from like eight to six months out. And also the reason why is I don't have to pick a specific date because we don't know when the baby's going to be here. So I'm just kind of like locking in like that they're going to be born soon or during that time frame. But here's some benefits that I found for myself. I can get people on my email list who are engaged and interested in booking. So when they contact me and they say, hey, Brittany, I want to book. I'm looking for something in six months. I'm like, okay, I'm not booking yet, but here is my email list. As soon as that booking calendar opens out, you're going to get the email and you can book a session. So I am adding people to my email list. And then I also don't usually overbook myself. If I'm booking several months in advance, sometimes I end up overbooking myself. I don't know, it's like a mental thing that I'm doing. So that's kind of my reasons for it. Now the downsides might be that they end up booking elsewhere, but that honestly doesn't usually happen because people who truly want to work with you or with me or whoever and you give them an avenue to make it happen, they're they're going to make it happen. If you say, oh, just contact me in six months, whenever that time comes, then they're probably going to forget. If you really want to follow up, you can make a note in your calendar or Capture the Chaos Planner, <laughs> shameless plug, and you can remind yourself to touch base with them again when your calendar opens. So that's my reason. Honestly, do what works for you. If planning a year out in advance works for you, then do it. But 
if you're finding that there are some holes in that or you're having issues with it, then, you know, play with it. Try try doing three months at a time. Try four months at a time. Doing it three times a year. Um, doing it three times a year kind of follows my kids' sort of schedules. So that's kind of why I picked that. And the thing is, run your business the way that works for you. Today, guys, we are talking about planner stuff. And the reason is, it's because my planner is launching today. Assuming that I get this published on Tuesday, October 3rd, I've been a little bit more on the Wednesday side of things. Um, All my fault, you know, just busy and giving myself grace to push my podcast publishing dates a day. It's fine. I wanted to kind of go into why I decided to create this planner, what my story was, what the heck like came over me and made me think it was a good idea to create a planner because <laughs> it's kind of out of my comfort zone. So I was never a very good student. I was a solid C student. And honestly, I'm proud of it. School wasn't made for people like me. And by that, I mean, the structure of school wasn't made for people like me. I can't show you what I know by taking a test. I cannot make myself care about a subject that I don't care about. I can't be forced to sit and learn in a way that isn't interesting to me. And if you don't have a brain that works like mine does, um, some people might consider this ADHD, then you probably can't relate and you think that I just never tried hard enough. And that's fair, I guess, (laughs) because on paper, I'm pretty dumb, but I know I'm not dumb. I wouldn't be a successful entrepreneur if I was dumb. I know I'm smart. I'm just not mainstream smart. (laughs) I'm a little scrappy and rough around the edges. And the way I figure things out is by doing and learning from my mistakes. Many, many mistakes, in fact. And that's not really an option in school. You don't get to make a lot of mistakes. You take a test and you know it or you don't. And then you forget it. Let's be honest. In fourth grade, my aunt was living with us. And at that point, I'm already struggling in school. Uh, By the way, I see this in my son already. And fortunately for him, I know um, and I kind of get how to help him cope with it. But anyway, my aunt was living with us and she and I are alike in a lot of ways. And it's kind of funny. We really can't sit still. We do too much. We're a bit creative. We're busy bees. We're just always doing something. She was convinced that if I just had a really good planning system, I would be set. (laughs) And she's not wrong. (laughs) I did need a planning system. Uh, She made me this cute like whiteboard planner thing. I can still see it in my head. I had my name and like little dots on the edges of it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I didn't use it. (laughs) So it kind of went to waste. It was cute, but. In middle school, I had to bring my planner home to get signed by my parents And I honestly still didn't use it. I just kind of like filled it out after the fact, I guess. Uh, I I muddled through high school. In college, I did okay because I was in art classes. And so I was obviously interested in what I was doing. Um, I'm really interested in psychology. And I did really well in that. But the rest of it, not so much. Most of my young adult life, I was muddling through it, just kind of getting by, surviving, not thriving. And then it wasn't until I discovered lists and systems on my own terms, and I learned that if I didn't write something down, I just wouldn't remember it. And yes, okay, that's exactly what my aunt tried to teach me when I was nine, but I didn't care because I was nine. (laughs) 
I used to be a supervisor of about a hundred or more lifeguards at any given time, depending on the season. And their number one rule I had for them was that if they had something important to tell me, like a schedule change or if they were going to be out of town or whatever it was, it had to be told to me in email. Yes, they could tell me in person, but I was going to say, email it to me. Otherwise, I wasn't held responsible for remembering it because I couldn't remember it. I wouldn't. I'm not going to remember what you told me about your schedule in three months to go sit down and do it. So I began to create systems in my work and in my life in order to survive. I got busy with photography and I implemented systems and automation. The one thing about having ADD is that when you get overwhelmed, you start to shut down. When you have too many things to do, when you're looking at the big picture, like, oh, I have to do this and then I have to do this and then I have to do this and then I have to do this, you're going to shut down. And shutting down is not always an option as a business owner. You got to keep working in order to keep your business running. So I lived and still live by systems. I've gotten so, so good at systems and automation in my business and I only get better. (laughs) But a year ago, I was still overwhelmed. Um, I've told this story many times, but it was that pivotal moment in my life. Like I can just picture that moment and everything started to change. I was overwhelmed and I knew what I had to do in order to run my business. And I was trying. It was just that I couldn't do all of that and take care of my family and self-care and all the things that kind of come with being a human. I tend to lash out in anger when I'm stressed. And I saw that happening way too often with my kids. And that's not fair to them. It's not their fault that I'm stressed out with work. I could have quit and said the stress isn't worth it. It's ruining my family life. But I knew, I knew there had to be a way to balance it. So the story goes, I had a live coaching call with my coach and honestly, my eyes were still puffy from crying out of frustration when the call started. I was trying to get my kids to go outside and play for 15 minutes. Like, just give me 15 minutes and then you can come back inside and we're done. That's all I need, 15 minutes. And they couldn't do it. They kept coming in and coming in and asking for things and asking for things. And I'm just like, can you not? I was so angry. And you know how it is. They're going to play outside all day until the minute you have something to do. And then they just like tend to swarm you. (laughs) So her best piece of advice was to start resetting my home in the evening before my kids went to bed. And previously, I had been trying to clean and work all in the hours of 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. And just wasn't possible to clean my house and run a business in just two hours a night. So that small change was the catalyst for bigger changes in my life. And I just kept learning how to systemize my life and make things better. And I truly began to lean into routines, which I had thought was a dirty word prior to actually implementing them. I'm a creative person. You cannot put me in a box. I don't know what I'm going to want to do when I wake up on any given day. And like when I was a kid, I can't make myself be interested in something I'm not interested in on that day. But through the beauty of time blocking. I learned to create flexibility in my week. I never have to do anything I don't want to do on any given day because I have created a flexible routine that serves my life well. As my routines and my schedules got more solidified, I started seeing other overwhelmed photographers struggling in the same ways I had been struggling. So 
I created this guide, how to run your business in 15 hours a week or less. But while it was a really great resource, I just didn't think it was enough. People were still struggling. So one day while I was probably surfing Pinterest, this idea of creating a planner came to be. And it was a complete God moment. I don't know how else to explain it. It was just, I. if you go back to listen to my social media episode, it was this moment where I literally, it was like not my thought that popped into my head. It was like a not a voice. It was my own voice. I don't, I don't know how to explain it. If, if you've never had an idea like this come into your head, we're like, whoa, where did that come from? But anyways, it was a God moment. So I went and I took a walk right after this idea popped into my head and I can't explain it. I just like felt completely right. Like it was at peace. It was like, yes, this is, this is it. I like to force a lot of things. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this and see what happens, but not that. That was like, yeah, this is this is something. And on that walk, um, I found a podcast by Polly Payne, who is my planner coach. And um, she is a faith-led business owner. And I was convinced even more in that moment after listening to one of her podcasts that this is what I needed to do. I was like, this is this is my calling. And at first I was kind of reluctant to do a lot of things that I'm doing now. <laughs> I didn't want to have any inventory. I wanted to be a print-on-demand planner. I didn't want to do any of the scary stuff that came with running a product business, but I gave in. (laughs) Uh, I signed up for Polly's print school, and I prayed, and I prayed that doors would open or close for me because by the time I signed up for print school, I was months behind this process. Actually, Polly's print school was closed. I had missed it by like a whole month, and I emailed her, and I was like, Polly, please let me into this. I need this. This is exactly what I need. And she let me in. Like that was like another door open that should have been closed in my face, but it wasn't. So it's been an incredible experience. Um, I went from going to be a print on demand planner to actually printing it myself because I wanted it to be excellent and not some cheap thing. Um, And just everything about the process doors have just been there could have been so many doors that were slammed closed in this process, but it's been so wide open so far. There are more doors that I have to go through and all I can do is pray for literal smooth sailing because they're coming on a boat <laughs> and there's so much that could go wrong. But we're praying that that doesn't happen and that it just he just keeps providing the way he's provided so far. And when I told my husband that I thought I needed to up my order number, so originally I was doing 500 planners and then I was like, I think I need to do 750. And now again, wasn't a me thing. I didn't want to do 750 planners. I wanted to do 500 and play it safe. But no, God was like, you're doing 750. Probably should do more. But I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're doing 750. Okay. That was like a shove from God. Um, And I don't, and then I told my husband, I was like, I think I need to do this. And he's like, you know, I'm stressed out about a lot of things and I don't have faith in a whole lot right now, but I have complete faith in this. And I got actual chills all over my body. I was like, oh my gosh, because, you know, I had made this decision. I was like, ooh, but you know what? I probably need to run it by my husband because he's helping me financially back this. And he was completely on board with it. So that was another open door. (laughs) If you've been called to listen to this podcast and you are still here at this point, I have a feeling that it's not a coincidence. I want this planner to be life changing in every sense of the word. This planner, whoa, I just got a little bit choked up there. Holy moly. I'm not a very emotional person, but feels good right now. Okay. 
This planner was made for business owners who probably have ADHD, even if maybe you just suspect you do and you haven't been diagnosed. If you feel overwhelmed with everything that you have to do, if you don't think schedules and routines are for you, if you feel lost, if you want to get your crap together, if you don't want to be super regimented, if you forget everything unless it's written down, this planner is probably for you. What I want you to know is that you don't have to fill it out to perfection. There's going to be days or weeks or that just maybe you just you just can't. Give yourself grace and pick it up again when you can. Don't shut down because there's a blank day, week, or even month. It happens. I have a whole like blank week in my planner right now. And I'm it's the week that I'm like about to launch my planner and there's a solid blank week because I'm overwhelmed. I get it, but it's okay. It's okay leave the blank spaces and move on. I have a section where you create a routine and a space where you create a weekly time block schedule. You will probably fall off the wagon. I do all the time. I am in the busiest season of my life right now, which is fall. And if you're a photographer, you probably get it. Even summer was complete chaos because my kids were home all the time. I had no routine, but, but If you create just a morning routine or an evening routine to consistently return to when everything hits the fan, things are going to be easier for you. And so I have a section in there for you to create that routine. I have a pretty solid evening routine and no, I don't always like to do it. In fact, most of the nights I'm like, I don't want to do it, but it's here to serve me and no one else. This is for me. It's not some social media checkoff thing that I have to do. It's solely for me. It makes my life easier if I stick to it. Some nights I'm like, I just can't clean the kitchen. I'm completely exhausted, you know, but okay. If I just prep the coffee, it's going to make tomorrow easier. All right. If I clean the kids have been towed lunch boxes tonight, then I'll have like five extra minutes for, for coffee before I take them to school. Well, you know, if I clean the counters off, I'll have space to make their lunches in the morning. I won't have to clean it off in the morning. If I make their lunches tonight, I'm going to have another five minutes for coffee in the morning and so on and so on and so on. So that's how my mind processes things when I don't want to do it. (laughs) I could do all of that stuff in the morning. I really could um, when I wake up. But then I remember slowly that doing it in the evening will serve me better in the morning. I want those extra 10, 15 minutes of coffee time. So by doing this tonight, even though I'm a little bit tired, I'm going to be tired in the morning, but then I'll get to drink my coffee. And nights like tonight, (laughs) well, it was worth it to not do anything. And I'm going to wake up to a messy house tomorrow. I'm tired and I needed to record this podcast episode. And then I want to go lay in bed and binge watch some TV and I'm going to pay for it in the morning and that's that's okay because it's serving me tonight. <laughs> so when you use this planner, think of it as a tool, not something aesthetic that has to be perfect. I mean, it's real pretty. By the way, it is a pretty planner. That was my whole thing. I wanted it to be pretty. It doesn't have to be perfect though. It's a tool to help you feel less overwhelmed and more in control. I will link the YouTube walkthrough video below so you can see firsthand what this planner is all about. You're going to see pretty much page by page of what it looks like. And I am just so excited to put this out in the world. And I even, I'm even more excited that you guys are excited. That's probably the coolest part is that I'm not excited 
on my own here. It's I have a whole community of people that are excited with me and I don't I've never done anything that other people are excited for with me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support. And oh, and pre-sale <laughs> is open as of today. October 3rd, assuming that I posted this on the day it's supposed to be posted. It's on my website. I'm going to link below in the show notes. Even if you're not a planner lover, do me a favor and tell your friends, share any posts that I post on Instagram, share the YouTube video, just be like, hey, you know what? This is cool. Um, There's somebody out there that it probably is going to connect to. So we're doing God's work, guys. (laughs) I'm not joking. I'm laughing, but I'm not joking. Uh, so share it far and wide if you don't mind. And anything and everything helps get this baby in front of new eyes. It is called the Capture the Chaos Planner for 2024. It is a January through December planner. It has weekly pages. You're going to see all about it in the YouTube video. Uh, there's a section for goal planning. There's a section for creating a routine, time blocking, content creation. That's why it's mostly for business owners because there's a whole section for you guys to create content for your businesses and then some other fun tools. And maybe the best part is that I'm creating a little mini course on how to use the planner to help you like walk through setting up your own planner and then also a Facebook group with other planner users and I plan to have a plan for the planner group to have monthly kind of working hours or coaching calls where we I answer questions about what you know if you're getting held up on a section in the planner or you're like I just can't do this or how are you using your planner to do this or whatever it is maybe we'll have specific topics monthly or maybe it'll be free for all ask your questions and I'll answer them I have no idea. We're going to see how it is. So you get access to that Facebook group for other Capture the Chaos Planner users. And you also get access to the course. I am very excited about it. And if you have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out and ask. I am beyond excited about this. This is probably the coolest thing I've ever done. So thank you guys for listening to me babble forever. And I hope you guys have a good day. See you next week.